Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Top Stories. I'm Andy Zaltzman, rummaging around in the Bugle archives once again. Now, the world's population reached a landmark in October 2011. Great news for Bugle listening figures, uh, not such great news necessarily for the future of humanity. Here I am with John Oliver in issue 170 of the Bugle entitled It's Time to Ban Slap Bass. Top Story this week! Let's stop getting it on! Oh, baby! <laughs> Let's stop getting it on. According to UN calculations, at some time on Monday, October the 31st, the world's population is estimated to reach 7 billion human beings. We did it! We did it, Andy! As a species, we banged each other towards the precipice of oblivion. The dinosaurs might have gone out with an asteroid. We went out banging. And good luck explaining that to your offspring, future inhabitants of Earth. We did it. They said it couldn't be done. They said it shouldn't be done. But we showed them. Sure. Sure, we had help. Andy, when we collect our award for most people on the planet, there's going to be so many people to thank. Uh, first, we really have to thank God for making us all so bangable. <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, we must thank the Catholic Church for inexplicably continuing to hold a prehistoric attitude towards <laughs> contraception. Thanks, Pope. This seven billionth baby is for you and your lack of conscience. <laughs> and finally, we have to thank... No, please don't play us off. Please don't play us off. <laughs> finally, we have to thank our collective refusal to fully confront this looming overpopulation catastrophe. We're king of the world! <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it might not stop here, John. I mean, this is not... We, we mustn't see this as uh, having achieved everything we can achieve in terms of right. breeding with no real eye on the long term. I mean, <laughs> they do predict that population will reach at least 10 billion by the end of the century. Or if people really cannot stop banging each other, it could be as much as 15 billion. <laughs> now, of course, no, I'm going to take the optimistic view on this. I'm going to say, well, there are now 7 billion potential buglers out there john that's true that's more and more but right, just more potential friends to meet a pessimist of mm -hmm. course would say oh shit that's more potential people trying to become my friend what do they want what do they f want from me <laughs> but what what 
better day, Andy, than Halloween to reach this milestone. It's our last chance to reverse the trend by trying to scare the record-breaking baby back in. <laughs> the child, the child, the child will be born into a world dressed up as witches and goblins, or sexy witches and sexy goblins. <laughs> and if, and if it doesn't immediately start trying to climb frantically back up the umbilical cord, then we are in fact in serious trouble. But who's the seven billionth baby going to be? I'm sure there's going to be a bit of a race to either squeeze out or hold in babies <laughs> so that you can have a historic child rather than just a boring baby with no numerical gimmick to them whatsoever. <laughs> also, it could make for some last-second drama, too. You might think you're going to be the seven billionth baby. Then someone unhelpfully dies the split second before you're born, you drop down a notch, only for your title to be taken by the screaming little shit who pops out in the bed next to you, <laughs> flipping the bird straight into your face and saying, Ah! <laughs> I'm the seventh billionth, you're not. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it is a big problem, uh, John. There's, there's some debate about exactly how big it is. People have, after all, been predicting uh, Malthusian catastrophes ever since... Well, pretty much ever since Malthus woke up one morning and fancied having his name turned into an adjective. <laughs> and it's bad news for us in the West if Africa gets so full of people that they have to start eating their own food instead of exporting it to us at knockdown prices. I mean, that's <laughs> that is the real concern. That is, that is, God, that's chilly to I think know, that yeah. could ever happen, Andy. Yeah. I mean, if Africa's population increases you know, twofold, what, I mean, what are we going to do, John? I mean, you can't, you cannot live on television alone. Yeah, well, just just think of it as our glass being completely full and theirs being completely empty. <laughs> Oh, that, that, I find that reassuring, John. Yeah, that's better. And also, I mean, they should be more grateful, John. If we had not discovered Africa in the first place, these people wouldn't even have anywhere yep. to live. And bang. That is, that is a strong point. Yeah. <laughs> that's a strong, strong point. But how do we celebrate this, Andy? Perhaps yeah. the birth, this monument to overpopulation, will be celebrated like the millionth customer in a supermarket. Balloons will drop from the sky, and parents will be allowed to have a two-minute free sweep around a local grocery store to grab things from the now-empty shelves. But the, the UN predi predictions for the future, as you mentioned, are actually much, much worse than this. We may end up looking back at this time of a population of 7 billion as being a golden age of global spaciousness. Because <laughs> the... Because the numbers suggest that by the end of this century, the world's population could be over 15 billion. It will nearly double in just 100 years. And it's pretty clear what the problem is here, <laughs> That's Andy. bad maths, John. That is more than double. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's right. It'll, it will nearly double, then it will do a bit more than that. In just, in just 100 years, Andy, that's maths. Yeah. That's mathematics. I know. But it's, it is pretty clear what the problem is here. The, the upcoming century is just going to be way too sexy. <laughs> If we don't do something, by the year 2100, around 35% of the world's population will be directly related to Silvio Berlusconi. <laughs> that can't happen. We can't have millions of little Silvios running around dry-humping table legs. You can't run a planet like that. Really? That sounds like it might be a solution, to be honest. I think we just need sexier table legs. If we could make table legs sexier than women, then that could... God, you might be right. Yeah. I think we might have stumbled upon a solution here. What we need, but, uh, what this world needs, is not greater equality. It's not, it's not cures for curable diseases. It's not water and education for the poor in the developing world. What it needs is erotic furniture, <laughs> distractingly erotic furniture. Well, it's, I think it's pretty clear. We need, all need, to cut back on sexiness. Now, you and I have been inadvertently doing this for <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah. 
But it's not enough now, Andy. Right. The slap bass should be banned. There should be prohibition <laughs> on scented candles. And all underwear sold from now on must carry the face of the recently murdered Colonel Gaddafi. <laughs> there, there was nothing hot about that image, Andy. And that really? might just be the photographic cold shower that the world needs for the next century. Yep. He, he, he did have a bad week, to be fair. He was not looking at his best. Um, so what are the uh, solutions to this? Um, well, there's education, women's rights, economic development, but all these quite expensive. And yeah. um, But looking at the economics of it, John, the inequality does rather leap out at you. The world's richest 11 million people, known as high-net-worth individuals. Um, Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, it's a nice little term, that, isn't it? <laughs> something to aspire to, um, <laughs> could, by my calculations, afford between them to give $5,000 in cash in a brown envelope, no questions asked, to every single one of the 7 billion people on Earth, and they would still yeah. have $700,000 each left over. Now, admittedly, $700,000 doesn't get you that far these days if you're rich, whilst $5,000 does get you quite far if you're poor. So maybe some deal can be reached whereby the rich donors are allowed to kill and eat one of the poor they funded per month. I mean, That's I guess fair. you've got to hack out the small print, really. But the point is, I want my $5,000, John, <laughs> when the Smurfs royalty check comes through. That was another top story. Thank you for listening. Discover more from the Bugle Empire at thebuglepodcast.com. And let me emphasise, this empire is not as naughty as some empires from history. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.